are you guys doing this wonderful uh what is this it's tuesday right uh tuesday, tuesday the first of march 2022 nice ah excellent well my name is josh uh nice to meet both of you nice to meet you thanks for having us oh no problem at all um yeah uh gonna be really you know hopefully short and sweet today um so uh any questions for me before we start what are all of the comic books on your wall behind you? Oh man, um, we've got some. We've got some X Men. We've got yeah. some like uh, uh, George Perez Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, we've got some Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, you're too young. You're, you're too uh, young for that stuff. Batman. You're too young for that stuff. All the good stuff. I know it's the good stuff, but you're yeah. a young man. Oh no. Okay. Good. We're not. We're not that young um yeah uh no I, I it's it's pretty much everything signed so i tried oh, to wow. get that i possibly could. so that's kind of what that wall is the rest of it's the rest of it's it's down there in its own little its own little area but yeah that's all the signed stuff super cool what's up fandom my name is josh uh and today we've got a special couple guests for us today for the new fsfxx show dick town we have john hodgman and david reese Hello. I am hello. John Hodgman. And I'm David Reese. Um, so, guys, thank you both so much for coming on. Um, and I uh, wanted to say uh, loved the first season of Dicktown. Um, I'm really glad that Hulu kind of separated out from all of Cake, um, which is really cool. Um, it was really nice to have, you know, be able to watch all of your stuff together um, instead of in all of Cake, which Cake is great. We've had uh, Branson Reese and... Uh, uh, Alex uh, Plappinger on, uh, and they kind of talked about Cake previously. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it, it was really nice to have everything, you know, all of Dicktown just kind of in one space for you guys, uh, uh, for us to watch it. Um, we were thrilled to be a part of Cake. Cake is an amazing incubator of some incredible talents. Um, and we're also thrilled to be able to let people discover it on its own, too. And we're thrilled to be able to make a second season. Uh, we're just happy. We're just happy to be in Dicktown. <laughs> um, and uh, you guys are the creators, but you're also the stars of Dicktown. Uh, John, you play John Hutchman, and um, David, you play David Purefoy. So, um, what what was it like? So, you guys are creating the show, and then you're also starring in the show. Um, how much of this is like based on you guys' real life experiences? I mean, obviously not, you know, Richardsville, but you know, how much is like based on your, your guys' uh, experiences? Yeah, well, Richardsville, North Carolina, a.k.a. Dicktown, uh, to the locals, is actually based on David Reese's uh, uh, hometown of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And obviously, John Hunchman is not very different from John H Hodgman, which is my actual name. You could look it up. I'll show you my birth certificate. It's real. But Hunchman, I think, and Purefoy in their own way, are versions of us who, 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 who have gone wrong. You know, my character... Uh, much like myself, grew up as a nerdy only child uh, without a lot of outside time and a lot of fascination with books and facts and figures and stuff like that. And he, in, his, in his world, in the world of Dicktown, Hunchman became a celebrated boy detective, um, which, uh, you know, solving the mystery of the missing hockey cards or the mystery of the missing trophy, working for his friends in, in high school and elementary school and whatnot. But now he's a grown-up and has failed to thrive and still lives in Dicktown on his ratty houseboat and is still mostly solving mysteries for teens. And, uh, and that could have been me had I gone a different way. And David, of course, David Purefoy is my character's 
uh, former high school bully who also has failed to thrive and is living in his parents' basement and has not left town. And we're the last two of our generation who are still in this town, basically. Everyone else in high school left and went on and moved on with their lives, and we haven't. And so I hire David Purefoy to be my hired muscle and driver uh, and really ends up being my only friend from, from being arch rivals to being only friend. And, you know, David Reese can speak to, to what degree David Purefoy is him. Oh, 50%. I'm half me and half the character, I think. Or I would say that, you know, there's a lot of overlap between the character that I play and my actual life. I mean, I'm actually at my parents' place right now. I'm not living here, but I am, <laughs> I am, I am podcasting from here today on this media day. Like, these aren't my books. These are my dad's books. These aren't my baskets. Those are my mom's baskets. <laughs> I was going to ask what those what was going on up there were those yeah. hats okay they're baskets. No, they're ba- my mom got really into basket weaving in her wow. retirement and um she wants some she wants some basket weaving contests actually uh, so there's a lot of baskets surprise. in the house now two very talented parents David's mom and dad right. two two lovely people I've met I've been had the pleasure to meet them there was part of me that was kind of hoping David would be like yeah these are my baskets I uh, uh I, I, I wish I wish I I wish I could weave I think it would be so cool yeah um okay so let's kind of talk about a little some of the references like you guys pack like tons of you know references into these episodes um what have been some of your favorite references um that you guys have uh placed into this show david i like all the ones when john's talking about some damn superhero i've never heard of before because <laughs> that happens a lot i mean <laughs> I feel like half the time when if John if if I'm in New York and John and I are working on this project or a different project <laughs> and we take the subway from Brooklyn into Manhattan, we did this a lot when we were recording this season. The subway ride would go a lot quicker if if I would ask John to just explain some superhero stuff to me about one of these Avengers movies where um Thanos, the guy with the power glove, you know, he had to get the Yes, the mad titan, Thanos. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are they called? The power brother of brother of heroes, the Infinity Stones. Infinity Stones. Yeah. Yeah. I I I. It's so interesting to listen to that stuff. I mean, like, I'm not an idiot. I do know some superheroes, and I did read comic books when I was a kid. I read X Men. You know, Nightcrawler. Um, but sometimes John just gets so into these things, and I just think they're so dorky and silly, and it's just like so funny to me. I mean, it's, but in a nice way. Like, I admire that he can keep track of all these people. Like, like um. Oh, John, those teenagers who drove that crazy car. We were talking about them like two weeks ago. Matter Eater Lad. Is that his? No, that's not Matter. Or He's a member of the Legion of Superheroes. You're talking about the Tomorrow People from Tomorrow Jack Kirby's yeah. right. New Gods Universe. Oh, yeah, the New Gods I'm... Universe. I really like it when John explains the New Gods Universe to me. <laughs> and for me, it's like reading the London Review of Books. It's like, but in, it's just like in one ear and out the other. Like I can't retain any of the information, but it's like so comforting. You to just me. like the sound. Happy. It's like having the radio on in the next room. It's like the sound. Yeah, it's like a white company. noise machine. And you're like, Jack Kirby, just talking to someone. blah, 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 The Watcher, when Superman in the parallel Earth, Crisis of Infinite, it's, I love it. Anyway. Josh, we look. I'm, so I'm I like gonna, stuff like that on the show. I'm not going like, to lie to you, Josh. You're not the only member of the press we're talking to right now to talk about Dicktown premiering March the 3rd. Every Thursday in March, new episodes of Dicktown drop Thursdays at 10 on FXX. Follow the next day, streaming on Hulu the next day, every Thursday in March. But... We have been talking to other members of the press. I can't. Who is the character that you just? 
What were you talking about where you said, and that's Black Widow? What were we talking about with this other person? This you other said press? Batman got married to somebody. You <laughs> said some Russian name, and I was like, Russian, well, Black, I know Black Russian. Widow's Russian. That's what it, that's what it was. It was like, we were talking about, we're talking about Top Russian? Robbins, and he couldn't believe that Bruce Wayne had a son. I said, yeah, it's his son, his son with uh, uh, Talia al Ghul. And he goes, oh, is that the Black Widow? You see what I'm dealing with here, Josh. I mean, you see, I mean, is Black different... Widow Russian or not? She's not in the DC universe, David. You can see you can see where our banter comes from on the show. Uh, well, uh, real quick, uh, I just want to, uh, John, real quick, David, uh, go ahead and feel free to take a rest because this is probably going to be you're not going to care. Um, so, so, John, uh, I, I want your honest feeling, uh, your honest opinions on uh, Tim Drake. I like Tim Drake a lot. What's Tim Drake? David. <laughs> I swear. I'll, you know what? I'm going to look it up on the internet and then I'll get back to you when Tim I have Dr my take. Tim Drake. All right. Remember how we were talking about all the Robins? You got Dick Grayson, Dick town Grayson. That's his, that's his full yeah. name, by the way. Did you know that Dick town Grayson? You, you, you got, you got Jason Todd. You got Tim Drake. You got Stephanie Brown in alternate universe. You got Carrie Kelly. I miss any. Oh, and then, and then Damian Wayne. Now that's what started this whole thing. Uh, Tim Drake, uh, after Jason Todd did not pan out creatively, shall we say? Although now, who knows? But the original, original run Jason Todd got uh, taken out of the equation. Tim Drake stepped in in the '90s. The world would you say the world's second greatest detective, Josh? I would say yes. Uh, he's he. It depends. I mean, when when Batman went away for that long period of time, and right. it was just him thinking he's the only like Tim like Bruce is still out there, right? became the greatest detective you're, you're talking about the battle of the cows or whatever yeah, exactly yeah yeah right. During the, when he was the, when he was doing the red robin thing right and doing all that yeah tim this is what i know about tim drake tim drake uh is the most cerebral of the robins he's a he's an a, a, an incredible detective in his own right he is one of comics's few bisexual characters if i remember correctly mm -hmm. and he's about to be featured in a new Batman run being written by Chip Zdarsky, I believe. I saw some news about yes. that. Yeah, you I, think I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to Robbins? I know you know, Josh. I just like the fact that David is seeing that another person cares about this stuff. See, okay, what I want you guys to do, and this, I think this would be this would be great for David. Um, John, I want you to tell him like the entire like go through not not here because we don't have enough time in the day. Um, okay. But have this is a homework. This is homework. I'm getting homework, homework from your podcast. All right. I'll take I, it. I want you guys to talk about uh, or ex explain the origins of Jason Todd and how that whole entire saga went to the to the 800 number. All of it. I want that whole entire. Is Jason thing. Todd, another one of these Robins. Yes, he was the second one. Yeah. After Dick Grayson. Mm -hmm. I would love for you guys to talk about that and record that. That would be like six hours of drive across the country. Start in, start in North Carolina. Just by David getting madder and madder and madder. And yeah, me getting about madder. all these fake off-brand Robins. They are all kind of off-brand, I have to say. Tim Drake also, is, what's Nightwing? When I looked up the guy you were just talking oh about, God. it says, "It says does does Tim Drake become Nightwing?" What's no, Nightwing? Nightwing? All right, I'll tell you. Know what? I'll tell is you on the Batman? car ride. All right, I can't, I, Josh. I can't resist. Here's the deal. That's fine. No, it's fine. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson was was Robin. He, he basically started a solo career leading the Teen Titans. After a while, got tired of wearing uh, underwear all the time. I mean, bare-legged shorts all the time while fighting crime. 
gave up being Robin, took up a, a new name, which is Nightwing. Then all of a sudden, Jason Todd, a juvenile delinquent down in Crime Alley, is trying to steal the hubcaps off the Batmobile. Batman recruits him and, and tries to steer him right by making him... Oh, it's like Breaking Bad. Yeah, ma- by making yeah. him the new Robin. Jason right. Todd becomes the new Robin, originally has red hair, dyes it black to look exactly like old Robin. Weird. Yeah. Not a very popular character. <laughs> After a while... DC decides uh, we got to do some. We got to we got to juice this storyline, and so uh, they have a contest as to in the upcoming uh, 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 in the upcoming uh, story. What was it called a, a death in the family? Well, it wasn't called family, death in the family yeah. yet. But they're like Jason Todd was going to get captured by the Joker somewhere in the Middle East, I believe. And they had an eight hundred line set up. You call a certain number if you want Jason Todd to live. Certain number of if you want Jason Todd to die. And guess what happened? The calls flooded in. Kill that guy. They killed oh, from it. actual readers. The yeah. 800 numbers in the real world, not in the comic yeah. book. Yeah, no, no. And fans fans killed oh. a teenager. And then Jason Todd was dead. There was a time when it was gospel within the comic book community that there were three deaths that would stick. Captain America's former uh, sidekick, Bucky, who, who died uh, when Captain America was thrown into the ice to be revived later by the Avengers in the 60s. Uh, Peter Parker's Uncle Ben, who said, with great power comes great responsibility, and Jason Todd. All Resurrect anyone you want. Those three will stay dead. They've all, of course, been resurrected multiple times now. Jason Todd came back to life and is now the Red Hood. I don't oh, remember how he came cool back name. to life, though. Yeah. Uh, it was. It depends. I think it's all Roz. Like, he comes back and, like, erase and brings him back, like, puts right. him in the Lazarus pit. It depends on which continuity you want to go with. It's if we're talking about Roz or Ra's al Ghul, who is the father of Talia al Ghul, who is not the Black Widow, because that's a Marvel property. All right, let's talk about Dicktown again. All right, All right. So Dicktown. Uh, well, see, here's the like, this, this is really this requires real discipline of me because I could talk about this is such pointless garbage that I could talk about forever, just well, to just to get David Ryle a little bit of a break. You know, you've been talking about Dicktown all day. It's like now you get to talk a little bit about you know. No, I want to uh, talk about. I love, talk, I love talking about Dicktown. Um, all right, so what kind of adventures do we have uh, in store for season two? Because season one, we had a lot of really good adventures. Uh, we had uh, well, we had a croquet tournament. Uh, we had a uh, mumble rap music video with ocelots. Um, we had houseboat expeditions uh, gone astray trying to get away from Lake Patrol. So uh, all kinds of really fun episodes in season one. What can we look forward to in season two? Capers, my friend. Capers. David, name a caper. We have uh, one of their clients is Meg. She's back from season one. She's voiced by Anna Akana, and she's putting on a high school musical based on 1970s splatter movies. And someone keeps replacing the fake prop knives with real knives, trying to scare off the lead, who's played by John Early uh, from Search Party. So that's like a musical episode. We wrote some original songs uh, for that. John and David get hired uh, to be extras in the musical so they can try to solve the mystery while they're actually on stage on opening night. So that was a pretty ambitious episode. We have them staking out a a strawberry patch at night to find out uh, who's been dumping uh, condoms uh, after having sex in hot air balloons. Uh, We have a murder mystery dinner party hosted by Judy Sparecrest, played by Paget Brewster, where we meet the mysterious Belgian boy detective Ponpon, who on, is yeah. a, a rival and kind of a a hole? Uh, we have um, uh, what is? Oh, David goes to work in a fried pork anus uh, factory. 
mm-hmm. uh, boxing up fried pork anuses for gas station uh, uh, gas station sale. Like uh, there's all kinds of thrilling adventures and capers. And there's also season long story arcs. That's a, one of the big differences between this season and the first season. I was about season to, I long, was... yeah, yeah, season long mystery and then season long psycho psych, psychological stuff with with John and David. They're trying okay. to grow up. They're desperate to grow up, and they set all these goals for themselves to try to become real adult men. Nice. I mean, because like I, I did kind of enjoy that about season one, where it is just a bunch of you know, it, it's not anything that's you know intertwined. It's right. it's a lot of like you know Scooby Doo monster of the week type of things. Um, totally. So it's good to know that there's going to be like an overarching. Uh, that was the one thing that I like. I enjoyed, but I was like, you know what? If they're if we're going to continue, we need to do a little bit more than just like bad guy of the week. Well, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, in, in in part because we were part of Cake and we knew that we we're just going to get little little hits of attention, we couldn't we couldn't even imagine building a a big through line for the season. And you know, honestly, I like episode of the week type shows. It's not something you see. There's a lot of serialization now. I would say that every one of these episodes stands alone as a fun caper and adventure. Um, but there is a, there does develop a mystery because someone has come back from John and David's past, high school past, looking for revenge. And they don't know what this person wants revenge for because John is such a monstrous narcissist that he doesn't even remember who this person is. Um, so uh, that 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 is a that also speaks to our theme about, you know, what it is. You know, they, they ended last season. They got their first grown up clients maybe ever. Um, John really wants to stop working for teenagers. They both want to move on with their lives. They realize they're stuck mm-hmm. in this twilight between like their high school selves and whatever they are now. And they don't know what that means. And so David, as mentioned, you know, sets this goal for himself to get out of his parents' basement and become financially not just independent, but dominant. Uh-huh. And hooks up with a weird, <laughs> a weird YouTube financial slash life guru, uh, Jordan Peterson type, who gives him all kinds of weird advice and makes him eat weird meat sticks. And then Hunchman, you know, is trying to trying to date people, um, women, and uh, and not mess it up. Um, but at the same time that they're trying to move forward, there's someone from their past who has not been able to move forward, and they're coming they're coming to get him. Um, and it's all about the whole season in its own way is about what makes a person a grown up. Like, is it something like having money or having a house that doesn't float on a lake, having a relationship, or is it about how you treat people and how you treat the past and consider the future? I don't know. Dicktown, Thursdays, March. Um, uh, coming to our, our, our last uh, couple questions. Um, did you guys think, you know, when you guys started Dicktown, um, that it would be more than, you know, what it currently like uh, going from just, you know, little segments um, on cake to now becoming a new show? Like, did you guys ever think that that was just something that was going to happen? Like it was a possibility or were you just very content with like having like a cake style run? Oh, I, mean, I think we just hoped, you know, um, I think we were we were very uh, making Dicktown season one was another delight i mean we had we got you know fx introduced us to floyd county and matt thompson at floyd county the co-creator of archer mm-hmm. they're our animation studio they really believed in what we were doing they they worked so closely with us not only to honor our vision but to teach us how to run an animated show and mm-hmm. direct voice mm-hmm. actors and be voice actors 
so that was a, a total delight. We, I mean, the I, every now and then I wake up and I'm like, hey, there is a cartoon in the world uh, with my face on it. Not just my voice, but I'm playing a version of myself in a cartoon. That's a, I mean, that's like a that's like a Saturday morning kid's dream. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that I'm going to go solve some mysteries with the shmoo or whatever, or like I'm going to go, uh, you know, me and Fangface are going to go figure out what the, why the why that mansion is shaking or whatever. It's, it's amazing. Um, so I mean, we were very content just to make season one. When season two came along, it was like, uh, I mean, it was gravy, delicious gravy. And I want to keep drinking that gravy. Wow. There we go. Right. Oh man. Um, okay. Kind of last question. Well, I kind of want to, I want to follow up on the gravy question, but next time. Um, so, and this one, this one, this one's kind of, kind of important. Um, I kind I, I want to know your thoughts. Um, kind of, uh, I really want to talk about gravy now though, Josh. I know, right? Like what's your favorite right. gravy? Um, so very, very, uh, topical conversation. Like I, I kind of want to have just a quick question. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on, um, event horizon? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, no. <laughs> You're talking about the Lawrence Fishburne movie. Yep. See, you see, you see, I, I like how you go Lawrence Fishburne movie. I go Sam Neill movie. Oh, it is a Sam. Is Sam Event Horizon? It the, it's the edge of the black hole where you can't see anything past it. Is that what? Or I think you can't resist its pull. You is reach that what the it Event is? Horizon, yeah. and yeah, that's it, it for you. So it goes. They made a movie space. about it. Yeah, it goes into space. Um, everybody kind of goes mad. Um, it's like a nineties. It's a nineties space future space horror movie. Yes. I like Sunshine by Danny Boyle. That, that's Sunshine kind of the same movie. thing. They're going to go to the sun and they all go crazy because the sun is so bright. I like yeah, that movie. You can't, you can't go to the, go to the sun. Someone wants to. Yeah, burn they're going to drop a nuclear bomb in the sun because um, it's going now, out. Let me school you on that. Let me let me let me school you on this. Pretend we're on the subway. Okay. They sent a spaceship to drop a nuclear missile into the sun because the sun was dying, but then that spaceship disappeared and they didn't know what happened to it, so they have to send a second spaceship. It's kind of like what happened in Alien, I think. And uh, this is a spoiler alert. When they find the second spaceship, there's only one survivor, and he was like the captain. And he got so close to the sun, he went crazy because the sun is so bright, it drives you crazy or something. He's like all melted and burned and stuff. It's really good. I like that movie. Yeah. Um, I like Horizon, space movies. I'm very I'm much about... the same premise-esque. Why are you uh, asking questions about Event Horizon? I was just, I, I was trying to think of a fun, <laughs> I, I was like, it was, it was Event Horizon or Gravy. And I chose poorly. Oh no, I don't think you chose poorly at all. I just, I'm, it's, it's, it's a real deep poll. Like I hadn't thought about that movie since I think I saw it. Although I think, isn't there a plot line where they, uh, they're moving carbon dioxide scrubbers from one end of the ship to the other? Yeah, I've, I've I thought like about that like from that. time to yeah. time. Yeah, space logistics. Yeah, exactly. The only reason I brought it up was because it's it's leaving HBO Max, and I watched it on Sunday. That's the only reason. And I was like, "Hey, what do you guys think about Event Horizon?" Oh, you got to get yeah. you leave that behind, my friend. I've, you got to get over I, to you got to get over to Hulu. I got the Hulu. Bit.ly slash Dicktown to catch up on season one. Bit.ly slash D I C K T O W N. All all first season episodes are on Hulu. All the new episodes are going to be on Hulu the day after Fridays in March. FXX, FX, uh, th these are the networks for you. D don't, don't want uh, HBO Max, the Event Horizon Network. No, thank you. No, 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 no. FX, FXX. This is where you need to be.
you know mm -hmm. what? You've converted me. I'm going to, I'm going to cancel my HBO max. Uh, and I want to see you, I wanna see you do it. I want to see you do it on the phone. Pick it up again. Do it. No, that's all right. No, no, I actually have to do it. Uh, we'd, we'd be here too long. I don't remember my password. Um, but guys, thank you both uh, for coming on. Um, we've got season two of Dicktown coming on. I learned how I learned how to make gravy this holiday season, David Reese. Did you know that? Finally cracked the code. Finally got it right. I'm I'm I can make you. I could make gravy. I, you know what I did the other day? I had some leftover uh, uh, leftover uh, uh, French fries and some cheese curds. I made my son poutine just for fun. Made a gravy out of nothing. Nice. Butter, flour, chicken stock. That's all you need, salt and pepper. Josh, I'll make you some gravy one of these days. I, I've, I've never gotten the uh, the flour ratio right, so I always get clumps. I've, I never, that, I could never do it. Yeah, it's it's a little less than half and half, and you favor the butter or, or, okay. the, or, or the chicken fat or the whatever your oil is. Yeah. Uh, I, I was told that you're supposed to like put it in like a shaker first and kind of shake it. That way it kind of no, gets everything mixed in. No, no, oh. no. Huh. There are no gimmicks. There are no tricks. There's only honest gravy making. Practice. You, so pretty soon you'll be able to eyeball it. You know what I mean? One day. One day. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, John, and you just send me your gravy recipe and like a full tutorial. I just told, I just told, I just told you how to do it. Yeah, but I mean, I need a tutorial. Yeah. I'm a visual person. I gotta no, have there, to is no, there is no tutorial. Do or There's do not. Tutorial. There's just that do. That is the way. Yeah. Do right. or do not. There is no try. Yoda. Star Wars. There we go. There we go. Teed, teed it up for my dick town buddy. Um, yeah, so uh, season two of Dicktown coming on FF, F, not FF, FFXX. It's wow. Um, it's a day, uh, Josh. It's a day here. Let me do it for you. Season two of Dicktown premieres Thursday, March the 3rd on FXX at 10 p.m. Eastern and 10 p.m. Pacific. David Reese has discovered that it might be even running at 1030 and 11. Is that what you're seeing on your advanced cable schedule? Yeah, but that, I don't, I don't. I don't know how cable works. That's what's on my parents' TV. I don't know if that applies yeah. to other TV. Yeah, maybe that's that just local special North Carolina. Yeah. This is the message for you, everyone out there. 10 p.m. on FXX, Thursdays in March. New episodes of Dicktown every Thursday in March, 10 p.m. on FXX. And then the next day they stream on Hulu. If you want to catch up on the first season, bit.ly slash Dicktown. And I think you'll probably be able to find the, the new episodes there, too. Dicktown. That's what we named our TV show. It's called Dicktown. Google it. It's, it'll come up, dick down. There we go. Awesome. Um, thank you both so much. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to promote other than dick town? Any, uh, promote your socials, anything like that? Yeah. Why I'm not? Good. Thank you, Josh. No, I you promote your socials, David. Who are oh. you on Instagram? Who are you on Twitter? Uh, on Instagram, it's the Instagram account name is this is David Reese. And, uh, that's where I post a lot of my, like, guitar pedal building and circuit bending stuff that's the that's what i'm nerdy about like uh yeah noise music and electronics and stuff i don't want people going away thinking that david reese is some kind of some kind of jock david reese is a nerd of a, of his own stripe. Yeah, just a different kind of nerd different yeah. kind of nerd about guitar pedals we can, and we can talk about guitar sounds. pedals next time we're driving across the country instead of all these damn kid superheroes and fake robins and stuff we're going to talk about germanium <laughs> transistor fuzz pedals I, I'm ready to hear. You'll about be in that. paradise, John. You'll be in paradise. I love it. I love it when you talk about pedals. <laughs> David also has a great, a great podcast called Election Profit Makers that he makes with his childhood friend John Kimball. Uh, they talk about current events and pedals and city skylines and many other important topics of the day. You can check them out on Patreon, Election Profit Makers, and I continue to be the host of the Judge John Hodgman podcast, Real Disputes Between Real People, that I mediate every week, every Wednesday, on the Maximum Fun Network, 
Judge John Hodgman. Judge John Hodgman, the podcast that's almost as difficult to say as FFFXXX. Yeah. Lots of lots of things in there, and we're gonna we're gonna put uh, everybody's uh, socials and links to everything in the show notes. So if you want to check it out, check it out there. We'll also put a link to um, FXX, um, so that way Nailed you can it. watch. Uh, now it, it took it took thirty minutes, but I got it. <laughs> I know. Um, so that way you guys can watch Dick Town. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, Audible, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. Check them out on Spotify. That's 1 out of 10. All right. Thank you both so much for coming on, and um, hopefully season three, season four, six seasons in a movie. All fingers are crossed. Yeah, thank you, Josh. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you so thank much. You so much fun. All right, have a great one. Thanks for asking about Robins. Night yeah. Nightwing number one, Nightwing for life, red red robe or whatever it was called. The bet the bet no the red hood. Red hood. Red robe. Red I robe red is a robe. good one. Red robe is a great one. All right, take All right. care. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Show sure.